So for the cut, so I can see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to throw the hand up. Welcome to the lab. Ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate the support. I'm DJ Kenosis. Kenosis Corleone. To my right, DC. As As the automation runs. We're just chilling in the lab right now. Drinking kombucha. Drinking kombucha, getting healthy. Doing what we want. Getting our mind right. Yeah, so this is episode one of the lab, right? Episode one, fired up. The lab is never, it's always in progress, but it's to a point now where uh, tracks are getting put out. You know what I'm saying? We're very thankful to have you here, and we're very thankful... For the community that we live in, good, bad, indifferent, whatever, the Northwest. It is a community out here, especially in the Portland area, for sure. Portland, Vancouver. Shout out Vancouver. Shout out Vancouver. DC's from across the river, right? So this is like a Twin River perspective. Nick Damn. Nick loves Gresham. Damn. Gresham, Vancouver, we're like the downtrodden country folks, I guess, of the, of the city. But I go to the city and I'm like, damn, I'd rather just be out there in the fresh air, shit. And I don't know why the fuck y'all, you know what I'm saying? We're in the, we're in the outside, we're the sub hood. Sub hood, yeah, that's a good it ain't, definition. It ain't really, it ain't really a, a it, it's not the country anymore. It used to be. Yeah. It's so developed. it's not a lot of bums now. And uh... there's a break in over here. Just the other day, I told uh, my wife, I was like, I gotta go get some shells for the shotgun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because. Three o'clock in the morning, I'm reading the uh, Northwest uh, local neighborhood paper and stuff, and these people got their house broke into while they were sleeping. Three o'clock a.m., left the door unlocked, came in the house. They fled. They weren't trying to do nothing violent, but still in the house. Tweaker. Tweaker, big time. Tweakers everywhere. Big time. They be doing that stuff out of boredom. Yeah, they really do. Cops will arrest them and be like... Literally, I just wanted to spend the night in jail because it's better it's a shelter. Than the rain. Yeah. Yeah, the cold and the rain. Nine months out of the year, cold and rain. But our city's not all bad. You no. know, there's a lot of good things in the city. Uh, I fell in love with the city a long time ago, man. Uh, the city. Uh, Hip-hop culture, graffiti art, obviously Limp Biscuit, like every other <laughs> kid out here in the street, you know, around 97 to 99. I think, I think they're on tour again. Dude, they, they do like, actually, like, they'll just pop up in Brazil and do a super show, and then they just disappear for, you know. <laughs> what yeah. Fred Durst is rocking a big old beard now. It's all gray. Yeah. He's Silver Fox. He's still rich. I mean, that's not coming from me personally, but. He's still rich, and he hung out with Hugh Hefner most of his life, so. I don't know. I don't I don't feel bad for Fred. The man in the bathrobe. I know he's got a half pipe <laughs> in his backyard or something yeah. like that, right? How many backyards do you think he has? Oh, he's probably got property. He's a smart guy, dude. Yeah, he is. No, I've always had respect for him, actually. He got kind of annoying. Uh, how, by how? the time they did hot dog flavored water, it was annoying, man. You're going off with the, yeah. He was he was already in the upper echelon of the Interscope powerhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He was, I mean, he was owning he, Interscope he was for gonna, sure. He was going to retire and work as an Interscope rep regardless because he had already done it. 
all you need is two good albums. Didn't, didn't That's he, it. Didn't uh, Eminem actually hit him up during or after the Anger Management Tour to do a song with him, and, and he declined? Is that what happened? Eminem, they, they, there's some beef there. They, I know, I know, like all those white guys beefed back in the day, like Eminem. I just and almost think it's Ford ever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I just almost think it's funny that, like, it's almost cool for Fred that he literally declined M. Like Damn. looking back on that. Damn. Yeah. Like, like being able to say, oh yeah, Eminem hit me up to do a song once. I said, nah. Well, he didn't have to. Just like Dre doesn't have to make music anymore. You know what I'm saying? No shit, he's, Dre he's is too like, busy. He's a billionaire. You don't have time for making no. beats and you're a billionaire, dude. I mean, he still makes beats. Don't get it twisted. Dre, what up, Dre? We're rocking the beats solo. You know, Beats 3 Studios, you know what I'm saying? It's dope. This is your first time in the studio. What do you think? What do you think of episode one in the studio? I think it's nice. I think it's got a nice atmosphere. I think you're on your way to something real good here. I'm trying to build something special for the, for the town, for Rip City. Rip City. I rep my town. If you ain't repping where you're from, sit down. Little exactly. shout out, little shout out, little nod to uh, Quizzilla, Vancouver, Washington. Damn, Vancouver, the sub hood. P o r t l a n d. The, I think the, like the people, city of bridges. People move from Gresham to Vancouver and feel like they made it, bro. <laughs> Maybe, maybe East Vancouver. There's some nice places in Vancouver. Don't get it twisted. Vancouver's well, I mean, tight. They, one, one, there's better clubs in Vancouver. There's better nightlife. Oh, you mean that downtown? That club you took me to that one time where I ran into uh, D3. Shout out D3 DeRay out there. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, you're talking about Six West. Yeah, <laughs> you took me out that place. Oh, man, that place is crazy, turned. bro. There's a lot of people come out to Vancouver and don't realize that like How I mean that, that place like, is like literally downtown is almost nothing. It's a ghost town. It's like there's nothing. Yeah, it's everything's closed. There's nobody oh, down the there. But homeless people and uh but then on friday night especially saturday night it turns up man it's like it's crazy and uh and it gets uh it gets dicey down there sometimes actually i get define explain dicey oh man you know, every city you go to, no matter where you are, I mean, there's places that are worse than others, obviously. I ain't talking about Southside Chicago, all right? I'm certainly not talking about the north end of Southside, but... But wherever you go, there you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, just, right there. there's some definitely some, uh, you know, some dudes out here. And, that's, and 6 West is the place to find them. And ratchets. <laughs> Now I ran into an old friend from back in the day uh, out there. I mean, the club was crazy, dude. I ran into a couple people I knew. It was crazy. I didn't even know. I didn't know it existed until you brought it brought me there. And there's another club, that restaurant that everybody knew who you were and stuff. The main event. Yeah, the main event. Lamar loves that place, yeah. dude. Shout out main event. I'm actually shout out Five Stones Berries. Didn't make the first episode. I'll get you on a second one. <laughs> hey, every every yeah, I know everybody there. Everybody loves me. I just saw them up A and A up the casino. You know, everybody was there. They, Is that place tight? A and A. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be honest, man. It's a bit of a disappointment. God damn. Doesn't Michael Jordan have a steakhouse there? Yeah, it's all right. They all close early. God damn. Oh. You know what I don't like about going to the casino in Washington? What? They don't comp drinks. How is that fun? Oh, that's, really? They don't? No, nah, I mean, that's no fun for the people who go there to drink and have fun and aren't necessarily going there to gamble. Plus, I mean, it makes fun, makes it more fun for people who are gambling, too. So, I mean, I don't know why they don't do They need to pass that law. That's ridiculous. I don't even know if they do that in Oregon. That might just be a Nevada thing. I don't know. No, well, no. Down in uh, Mississippi... Down in the <laughs> south, <laughs> the casinos down there, they, they give you some whiskey. <laughs> they want you to get drunk, bro. They want you to hang out and be drunk <laughs> in there, you know, throwing money if you got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hold on. Before we go any farther, shout out to Mikey Krell Razor on the beats in Dallas for providing these beats for this. Uh, he, he produced all these beats. 
organically for this podcast, dude. So I just want to give him a, a shout out. So Real he knows nice. how much I appreciate his work in on this project and what we've been doing with it. You know what I mean? To, to make it go forward. It's classy, man. I mean, they're good beats. It's uh, it's not easy to do that stuff. And this is this has got a nice uh, kind of an underground uh, relaxation feel. You know, it's definitely got a cadence to it that's nice, man. Wait till I spin the next record, dude. Sometimes I just take his stuff, I just loop it, bro. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Like, the just the, the idea, just the drums, everything just comes together so smooth, bro. It's... Yeah, he's yeah, a genius. This, he's a he's a fucking genius, dude. And I grew up with him out here. I was like a little kid with him, dude, at elementary school, like playing football on the football field. <laughs> Deion Sanders, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, King Griffey Jr., like ninety five, ninety six, you know, like that, like that era, dude. Yeah. So much love, Crow Razor in Dallas. I know you're listening, bro. You got me analyzing this beat now. It's a, it's really good, man. It you reminds me of it's like a it's like a mashup between like a almost like an underground that you would find like uh, most deaf spitting on or something. Oh, yeah. Mixed with like uh, like a like a early two thousands like um, just that like uh, y- you know when you, you we went through that era where everybody was kind of done beefing and uh, they all decided to just start like flossing like the on their era? eyes yeah like dude. that era like yeah. everybody's just yeah. on their everyone's like peace <laughs> love prosperity yeah. Jay Z's out there you know Headbands. spreading the cheese you know yeah. and everybody's yeah. out on boats and Hard everything life too yeah and stuff. that's what yeah. this that's what this vibe is giving me right now like. Everything's chill, you know? We need to get back to that, man. I don't know how we ended up going it's back to all this drill music and all this stuff. I mean, people killing each other. We were just talking about drill. Nick's got this uh, beautiful uh, piece on his wall yeah. of the great XXX Tentacion. Beautiful. And uh, we were just talking about how he ended up getting... You know? It's unfortunate, man. Uh, it's unfortunate when any young person leaves before they can mature to realize and take a path of peace and prosperity. You know what I mean? It's like when we lost Tupac. He was like 25 and angry as fuck. We never got to see like the peaceful like 30s Pac that like Jay became later. You know what I mean? Reminds me of that. When you say peace and prosperity, it reminds me of that scripture that says... When they're saying peace and prosperity, then sudden destruction comes upon them. Speaking of the end times, you know? How about this one? Wop, 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 wop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Super dope, right? Crow Razor on a beat. Straight chill. I told him, though, I was like, man, until I get this, uh, you know, until I get my levels right, bro, and tonight my levels are coming in just crispy. Just perfect, so that this this episode is gonna fly like a bird. You know what I mean? Into the stratosphere and mix, master, and produce by me and by Krell Razor. DC, right? Right, and yeah. Stop every once in a while, you're gonna hear uh, the twisting of my cap and the fizzing of my kombucha. kombucha. Compliments to yeah synergy. And you gotta think like. I don't even know if I'm allowed of course to say I wouldn't that. Just, right? Of course, no. Of course, you're allowed to say. It. You can say whatever you want, bro. It's a free publicity. You know what? They don't want me sampling anything. That's what they don't. Want. They don't this want you to use the samples. How about this though? Travis Scott is being sued by DJ Paul from Three Six Mafia. You're familiar, right? course you know them right you ever heard of them oh i know three six mafia yeah, and travis yeah. scott but i don't know i didn't but, know but, he was but, being but, sued yeah by three six mafia dj paul suing travis scott and the reason is because he used a sample from dj paul on the astroworld album right so since he did that uh without permission so apple released it it released on all the streaming platforms went through all the algorithms all the computers and he didn't pay dj paul so it ended up in court so i'm like why, why does he why do these guys gotta take travis scott to court to get their money why can't people just basically what i'm trying to say is shouldn't travis scott approach them professionally like a decent person and go, hey, do you mind if I use this? I'm going to play devil's advocate for that because I've reached out to different producers. I'm not going to name any names or DJs. You don't, not everybody gets back to you for one. Uh, two, sometimes you're just making 
making that thing. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. cooking that shit. And you just, you like, you like it so much that you don't even want to risk it getting taken away from you. And I, you know, as a producer, I feel that. I feel that like somebody could just come sting. Juice World. Do you, have you ever heard of Juice World? Oh, yeah. Yeah, huge, right? Got huge. He's a, he became a millionaire in months. Millionaire, pop icon, hip hop icon, emo icon, whatever you want to call it. I don't care what you call it. And he can freestyle. He can freestyle. He freestyled that whole album. The second one, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I listened to a little bit of it. Piece here, piece there. You, know? you really think he freestyled the entire album? And I, I, I feel like people misuse the word, the the term freestyle too. It means days. something different to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think people take advantage of that term. You know, yeah. literally straight off it's the top, true. because I've known guys that can freestyle right off the top. They'll just start rapping about whatever's in the room or whatever, yeah. and they're super dynamic and rhythmic, and they can do that. You know what I mean? I've never professed to be able to do that. I've never been able to do that. You know what I mean? And um, I, the only time I can really do that well is when I'm by myself. But you write. You write well. You put well produced. I mean, it's all premeditated. I, yeah, right. I love to write. I love to. I love to rap. I love to write. I love to get on the mic. I love to. It uh, means produce. something different I to everybody. To yeah, 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 yeah. It just. It, it, you know, you're 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 uh, like one of few guys that I know that's actually invested in in a music or music production or audio production, one. sound engineering or anything like that. I only know a few people that really have. I know a lot of people that like music and like listening to music a lot. Everybody loves to listen at least listen to a podcast. Well, I've, I've only chill back. You know what I mean? I've only been one. close to just a few myself. You know, and they're you know, and they're still doing it. You know, whatever whatever it is that they're into, you know, whether it's music or, you know, um, different things, engineering, uh, or actually doing their own stuff. Um, my boy, uh, Isaac Liss, he's living in Vegas now. Shout out Isaac. He, uh, you know, he's been doing music for years now. His brother actually was the first one to do it and got him going on it. He just stuck with him and he's, you know, He's way beyond me. Like I, I've never uh, considered myself an engineer. Yeah, you know? me neither. Yeah, but not uh, even in the slightest. But you know, I still like to sit down and try. You know what I mean? I like to see what I can put together and, and see how much you know I can learn. And that one's that don't mean I won't fuck with the beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck it, yeah. right into it, whatever. Yeah, fucking yeah. with the beat. You know? It, yeah. It's something I always did for fun, bro. Rapping in living rooms of apartments, bro. Mm -hmm. With my friends. Well, and it's you nice know, to like, be. It's that, nice. Like I just love that. Like that's what I loved about hip hop is if you guys had like a pack of cigarettes and like a new record, it was like cool. Like that was the best thing ever for that day. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to have shit. You know what I mean? I used to walk around in the middle of the night just yeah. for hours. That's and what just, I'm saying. Somebody would beatbox and another person would, yeah. would throw down and we'd switch up. You don't need nothing for it. It's yeah. like it's the streets fucking music, bro. It's it's like the night music. It's the night's music. And investing in the equipment's nice because, you know, that way, if you do have an engineer or somebody you can work with and, you know, you guys are in two different locations, you know, you can do that stuff from a distance and you can still get together. But like for the most part, you know, you can be like now I can be at home and I can be laying down vocal tracks by myself. You know, I don't need to be at his studio or I don't need, you know. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's freedom, super, really. It's, yeah, yeah, it's super art, convenient. Uh, art, artistic freedom is really what it is. You know, plus it's good for you. You know, it's it good. It's, it's good to have at least a basic understanding of what's going on. You know, so that when you are with your engineer, and you know, you're sitting there, you're writing lyrics, and you're just, you, you know, you're the vocalist, and you're laying it down, but. You want to be able to have input and you want to see you want to have a basic understanding of what he's doing you know so that you can actually communicate with each other you know so i think it's important that you know you get hands on with uh whoever your engineer is and you know learn some of that stuff learn what you're actually looking at on the screen and regardless whatever you learn whatever you know your passion or creative uh tendencies take you towards like pursue it for optimum happiness right that's what i would explain i love music, I love music. I love, uh, sound because to me it's just like optimum happiness right in audio it's just nothing unpleasant about it you know what i'm saying it's therapeutic i you know sure. i do it for nothing i'll do it for nothing else but just to share with people i know and my yeah. the people that know me the, the community yeah friends yeah i do it for that every once in a while you know what i i appreciate more than you know uh, 
What I what I desire more than the fame, more than the, you know, I love it when people don't know that I do music. Yeah. And then they suddenly, you know, happen to for whatever reason they stereotyped you. Yeah, they, they, they stumble upon some of my music, and or yeah. maybe I mentioned that I do music, and they take me for you know every other, and then they hear some and they go, "Wow, this is really good." Not to toot my own horn, but yeah, usually I get uh, a pretty positive, you know, and I love that. I'm like, yeah, see, yeah. I love to surprise people. That's fun. Yeah. Surprise attacks. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm really glad you came out to do this show, man. I, I haven't seen you in... It's been a long time, dude. Yeah. It's been a few months. I appreciate I've you having me. It has been a while. It's been crazy these days. You know, there's been a lot of change. Yeah. You're, you're uh, raising bulldogs now. I'm raising bulldogs. Exotics. I am going to have my first, my first exotic litter <laughs> in December. That's crazy. Early to mid-December. Life is a trip like that, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you, you get... It weaves and it winds and you just end up in weird places sometimes and it's all good. Like it's a totally, you know what I'm saying? Like big boy in Atlanta, outcast big boy, he, he breeds dogs. You got oh, your boy. Yeah. Lots of dogs. Oh yeah. He's yeah. been doing it for a long time. He's yeah. A, yeah, he's got, he's got bloodlines that are, that are very, I mean, just, oh my God, these guys are selling their, yeah. their, for the love of the dog. He loves dogs. Yeah, but these these pups that they that people buy from they're they're spending a pretty penny, man. And we're talking I don't even know. I don't know either. Tens of thousands of dollars. I'd at imagine. least at least. I'd imagine. Ten, I tens of thousands of dollars for one is what I'm saying. For one pup. Yeah. You know, I could see one going for thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, no joke. Damn. Yeah, it happens, man. Yeah, they, just for the, maybe even a lot more than that. You know, I could be way off. I yeah. I sold my last three for twenty six, and uh, they were just standards. These next ones will go for about eight a piece. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I. <laughs> so you know, I had that cat. I had a Persian cat, and uh, I never had any you know inclinations or thoughts or anything about having animals i had huskies and stuff when i was a kid i guess i was as close to like some uh real like pure-blooded animals that i had around me growing loki. up was it loki loki yeah, yeah. and that fucker he just like wanted, a, he was like a teddy bear he was but he wanted to be outside all the fucking time dude <laughs> that's the thing about cats he's man. an idiot he he a bunny snuck up on him dude you think a coyote's not just gonna run up and no i, I remember loki, loki on, was dude. loki was clumsy i don't know if that's uh like a persian thing like Me a persian either. cat thing but he's dude, a fucking dope dude he kind of acted like a clumsy dog he did not act like a cat he, yeah i remember he, one time he was he, oblivious he was walking around dude. on your weight set and he actually bumped his head into the bar yeah which you i thought was funny because no i've never like, seen no, a cat do never that. what the fuck is wrong and i loved the cat dude i did i loved him but he did what a fucking dumb cat would well do. you know loki's kind of like the bulldog of cats because he's got that snub nose too you know Loki's like the pug of cats. He's like the orangutan of cats. Dude, he didn't never stood a chance. It's a flat face. I just, I mean, fuck, dude. I was gonna sell him back to the breeder for four hundred bucks. How much did you pay for him? Zero. Oh, really? My mom just fucking left. Right. Went to. I was Cali. wondering what those go for. Uh, six to eight or something like that. Wow. I was only gonna get like three to fucking stud him. Like, you know what I mean? Six like, to eight hundred? Yeah. Yeah, because my pups will go for six to eight thousand. No, these fucking... No, nah, it's a <laughs> fucking cat, dude. <laughs> it's a fucking cat, dude. I mean, how fucking expensive can a cat... Like, seriously, how expensive can a cat get? For real, though. I don't like, know. I don't... I mean, maybe... Okay, excluding, like, cougars and shit and tigers or whatever. I'm talking about, like, a fucking... Meow, a liger. Yes, yeah, nothing like that. A stupid fucking... Well, anyway, I love the cat. I'm really upset, actually, that I lost the cat. Because I was the only one in the house that was like, close the fucking door. Like, let the cat out, dude. Like, he can't survive out there. Like, you guys understand that? He's going to get killed by a rabbit. I literally told the women in my house, God bless their souls. I love them so much. But they, I told them so many times, don't let him outside because he will not come home. Because he's not smart enough to live in the woods with the raccoons. You know what I mean? It's just... Those raccoons... 
and the fucking blue jays and the squirrels and the trash and possums and like it's not gonna last a minute out there. I thought it was funny. We were driving through our neighborhood, actually my parents' neighborhood in Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, great neighborhood. I I used to love walking through that neighborhood, bro. Just just like let's go find some chicks, dude. You know, like what? Dude, let's just go walk and find some chicks, bro. Let's go. You're just in that yeah adolescent school district. Just yeah, like, it's beautiful. Um, I don't think we ever found chicks. I think we just walked a lot. Oh, we found we found chicks <laughs> at the mall. At the mall. At yeah, the mall. Not at the mall. not at, never on one of those walks, but it was still fun. <laughs> I was walking through there and I saw a whole group of raccoons and they went down into the sewer. I, I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, they actually do that. They actually go down in the sewer and use that as their like subway lair. Yeah. They're scary. And they're all peeking up out through there. And they're big, dude. Like, like you know, you could beat one up like one, but you don't want like four jumping on you, dude. No, dude, they like, got they're hands big enough, and claws. Like, and they fucking, they're sound, dude. They're like, they sound worse than alligators, bro. They're they kill ugly cats. sound, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, they kill cats. Wouldn't you kill a cat <laughs> if oh, you're yeah. a raccoon? I would. Well, they got that gang mentality, too. Yeah, they're, well, they, well, dude, they have to Strike live out of the, the trash can. Yeah, and numbers. They're big fuckers, dude. They're way bigger than your cat. But the thing is, it ain't no six grand for a Persian cat. 800 bucks, I think, is the top. That's what my mom bought the cat for. You know. But either way, he was a sweet cat, though. R.I.P. Loki, bro. You, know, you were a jokester, but... You know. It is what it is. Life goes on, bro. Yeah, but he's not dead. He might have got abducted by like an old lady, too. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, this lady next door to me, bro, is crazy. Like, if she sees my, she's like, You have a cat? How's your cat doing? I'm like, So you look at my windows? She's not even an outside cat. How do you even know I got a cat? You know what I mean? Because you look at my windows and shit. You old creep. Damn. That's the thing. That's some creepy stuff right there, man. Oh, yeah. And she's got a Himalayan cat with like 18 sofas in her house. And he already tried to run over there one time. Like, all right, I, dude, I saw like this is a crazy cat person that that was like, you're, she was like, your cat's trying to get us to take him in. And I was like, what do you mean trying to get you t- to take him in? Like, what do you mean? Like, like he's at your house. Can I have my cat back? Like one time already, bro. I went and got him. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, that, why don't you just tell me my cat was over there? That was my wife when she was a kid. She used to For real? Yeah, she, duck pets. Yeah, she was oh. she, she did it multiple times. And she'd hide them until her parents made her give them back. And yeah. she'd cry. It could be what Loki's doing right now. My I don't wife, know what happened to Loki. My wife is know. my wife is Vietnamese. Yeah. And she's She's a, she was a spoiled brat as a kid, mm-hmm. and her siblings are all much oh, older than come her. Come on, Vicky. Shout out, Vicky, if you listen to this shit. Come on. She, was, she knows it. She, she knows it. She'd say the same thing. She was a spoiled brat. Okay. They used right. to put her in the, the baby doll dress and everything. She'd have the bow Vicky and the little Vicky used to drive shoes. me home drunk as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time I fell in a fountain? But can you imagine and, uh, just this, this, little, this little Asian girl yeah. in the baby doll dress with a bow yeah. and everything, and she's stealing your pets? Well, I wouldn't be mad in the, at her. In the neighborhood. I'd be, like, ah. I'd be like, get the girl a cat. <laughs> I mean, it'll run away, but she'll be okay with it. My daughter's had hella pets die. Like fish, cats, couple cats. Uh, no dogs. We used to have fish. I used to have a frog. I used to have a big, huge frog. Frogs are dope. And, and it was in this, I kept it in this, you know, this tank is, you know, in a... I would feed him crane flies and, yeah. and night crawlers and stuff, and it would be. Yeah, I'd, I'd walk in there at some point, and he'd have like a like a couple big old legs, like crane fly legs, just hanging out. Of his mouth. Damn! I thought that was cool. My brothers had fish. I had a frog. Big frog. Frog. Turtles. Shout out Ninja Turtles. Down in the sewer with the raccoons in my parents' neighborhood. Yeah. TMNT. TMNT. Yeah, I mean, I, I really can't complain about the, the childhood. We've been doing this a long time, bro. A long time. I was thinking about this, but I was trying to tell you before I broke up when I went in the store, I was on the celly with you the other day. I was like, do you realize that the Incubus uh, album is going on a 20-year morning? Uh, the big one with yeah. Stellar and all that shit. Morning Glory. What is it? It's Morning View, but it's not that way. It's uh, that was Make Yourself. That was Make Yourself. That's right. That 20 year uh, anniversary tour. And to me, like when we were very yeah, first I, hanging I out, that was a huge record, yeah, dude. I, I it was just, huge. I just saw them at the amphitheater. 
I know you called me. Yeah, you, really you called me. You know they were amazing, dude. They, yeah. they it was one I of the best. Them, one, dude. Yeah, I think one, they're great. Yeah, one of the best shows I've been to. It, it was. They did all the throwbacks. All they did all the good ones from Morning View. All the good ones from Make Yourself. Those yeah. are the two best albums. Oh yeah, life. absolutely. You know, well, all you need is two albums, bro. Pod Southtown. They're touring right now. They're gonna be in Portland here soon. When? Shout, shout out right. Pod. Yeah, yeah shout out Pod, out. bro. Sunny Sandoval, Trey Daniels, great dude. Stand up, stand up guys. Marcos, love you guys. Real cool to their fans, bro. I'm actually, I'm actually wearing my whosoever's yeah. jacket right now, Rappy. which uh, Sunny Sandoval is one of the co-founders of. And, yeah. And uh, I'm actually wearing a Savior watch. Shout out Savior that it's my dope. brother got me. That, that was uh, it was actually a candy. Uh, Sunny Sandoval helped design that. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, I remember that. Dude. Yeah. Ben got that, right? Yeah, and yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Sunny Sandoval signed shout the box. Out Big brother Ben, dude. Yeah, Big brother Ben. Big dude. brother Ben, dude. Shout out. Just shelling out the watches. If you're listening to this, you might listen to this. Uh, make fun of us later, like you always have our whole lives. But we love you time. anyway. We love you anyway. And I, I, and I really love this yeah. this watch right here. And it looks good at the beats, bro. I got the Marshawn Lynch Gold Edition beats for my wife, bro. Like, here you go. You realize what you have for the gym right now? <laughs> you realize what you got. You, know? you look like a Golden State Warrior. You look like Draymond. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. You look like a pro. It's better than AirPods. It's better. I don't really sweat though, dude. But when I work out, I work out so slow. I don't ever sweat, bro. I just go so slow. It's, I don't do it. Cardio's my enemy, bro. I don't do it. Dude, dude, yeah, I'm the same I way. I should do it. I don't do it though. So I, don't, I just want strength. I don't want endurance. That's like that's like hey, that's like riffraff, dude. I've been loving this burly boy. So oh, you that burly boy. He's great, dude. Dude, he's hilarious. He's man. great. He's, he's, a, he's an icon, bro. You know, he's a genius, dude. He's an entrepreneur yeah, big genius. Time. He is an absolute shout genius. Out riff yeah, rap, bro. Shout out riffraff, bro. I, I would man. love to get riffraff. On the show, Absolutely. bro. Absolutely. I want to get him on the show and start taking some collars. Dude. So he can <laughs> roast He'll roast anybody. Oh, absolutely. Well, talk, talk about this you don't great, go to uh, toe to, You don't go toe-to-toe yo, toe look at this one. Rap, how, about, how about this one? That's a dope Crow beat. Razor on a beat. Switch up. Yeah. yeah. Super dope. Uh, uh. Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny. Riff Raff, he... He's like, you know, I'm not about like getting all like toned up. Yeah, I mean, he had he had a basketball body before, you know. Yeah. You ball it up, and he was slender, you know, and he was. But yeah. uh, but you know, he's all about getting big now. But he's like, yeah. as long as you got the right, uh, you know, an equal, a fair, uh, you know, fat to muscle ratio, you're good. You don't need to be all like, you yeah. know, completely emaciated. Yeah, you don't need to be completely ripped and toned up. Dude. No. You just need to be. You need to feel like strong. You're, yeah, you need to feel strong and healthy. Yeah. Like you're not, you know, you're not uh, flimsy and. and, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I like, dude. I watched some of his videos, dude. I think he's got, I mean, fuck, the production on his shit, top notch. You know? Dude, he's awesome. Top notch production, awesome. dude. Top notch. You know, honestly. And I get it. It's a funny, it's a funny, like, gimmick, right? But if you look at the production quality offered from an inter, uh, independent underground artist, it's very top notch. Name somebody else. You know that that provides that that doesn't have a major label like that behind him. You know. Yeah, yeah he's he's doing it big and he's getting bigger. You Florida. know what I mean? And he's he, and he doesn't. You know, he's awesome. He he doesn't need to be a rapper. He doesn't even need to be a rapper. He doesn't. He he can be whatever he is because he's good at reality TV. He's good yeah. at, he'll throw stuff together. You know, he does stuff like in between, you know, he does, he's going around on tour doing shows, but in between the shows, he's filming like a TV show to have, you know, the whole Burly yeah. Boy thing. He's doing that in between. Yeah, and he's funny, boy right dude. He can That's go around and just good be funny boy and crack right people up. And it's like, He's versatile, you know, and uh, and he's smart, you know, and a lot of people don't pick up on the fact that this is an alter ego, you know what I mean? This is a, yeah. this is a character that he's playing, you know what I mean? And right. all these all these people that come in and diss him and make fun of him and tell him he's not a real rapper and all this stuff, he's laughing all the way to the bank. They're just giving him more fuel for his fire. And he presses good press. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for him, it's especially good because he roasts these people and he's hilarious. And then, you know, Sway wants to have him on and do the five-finger yeah. death punch. Only <laughs> Riff Raff will just get on there, and he doesn't even care, dude. He'll, he'll freestyle, and it'll suck, but he'll just be hilarious but when he does it. it. Yeah, it is right. funny. And, and you know, or, or they'll just get on there and take callers. I love uh, when Riff Raff takes callers because as soon as he says next, they're just done. They cut that line, and they go to the next one. He's just be hanging 
up on people left and right. Who's that, Sway? No, Riff Rap. Oh, Riff Rap. Yeah. Don't matter where he is, but yeah, I think Sway has a. a Dude, I think that guy was like lifting with Hulk Hogan. Like, if nothing else, the guy was like lifting weights with Hulk Hogan. Like, come on, who gets to do that? Have I ever done that? He hangs out with everybody. He hangs out with everybody, and he's got Jody High Roller, bro, with the white husky, with the blue eyes, bro. I mean, I know this. It's in my brain, bro. He's already won in my brain. It's a great image. It's great. The suits, the fucking peach suits. The braids, the glasses, the purple glasses. Mullet. Mullet too. Sure, yeah. Jody. He, uh, you know, the, the two artists, I will say, are the most entertaining to me right now. And a lot of people disagree with me. And I'm going to get a whole bunch of you know, Everybody's going to be like, oh, no. Go ahead. MGK. Okay. And Riff Raff. Riff Two rap, white rappers. Riff, riff the rap. hottest rappers. In, I have to disagree. But I'll let you state your case. I said they're the most entertaining to me. They're the, yeah, the, they okay. capture my yes. interest. Rappers you know, or entertainers? Rappers? Which one? Entertainer think, or rap? So in my opinion, I think that MGK smoked Eminem. Yeah, I agree. I think he smoked I, him. And I thought that, that was, Eminem's that was, response... That was a month or two ago. Yeah, I mean, I thought his response was, you know... No, it, it was, was weak. It sounded defensive. Eminem's and insecure. Uh, Eminem, Eminem just couldn't realize like that things change, dude. Damn. That's all. It, and he didn't help nobody. Who'd he help? One guy, Curtis Jackson. <laughs> That's the only guy. He helped 50 Cent, bro. I mean, he gave a lot of platform. I'll give him him that. But we I helped, heard... Uh, he helped Joyner Lucas out a little bit oh, Yeah, sure. I mean, Joyner... I mean, we're talking about... Okay. Just super high lyrical athleticism slash uh, controversial political topic. I just want to vibe, bro. I just want to listen to Future. Yeah. Fuck me. And you know what I mean? They gonna think I want a Grammy. They gonna think I want a Grammy. You know, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to go do all that shit. I'm 30-something years old, bro. My bank account's cool, bro. I want to fucking vibe. You know? We go bail on these bitches. Yeah, I don't. I want to do nothing. I'm listening to Young Thug, bro. I, you know why? Because I can. I just. I'm, I. I don't want to get into. I'm not. Look, when you know, you knew me when I was younger, and I was very like angry and politically active, and just like wanting rage to make against a, the machine, raging, raging against the machine, literally. You know, mm-hmm. wearing T-shirts and just like angry as shit. But now I'm not. I, you know, like, I just, you know, I get pulled over like everybody else sometimes. I just deal with it. I'll pay my fines and I move on, bro. And that's it. I just, I'm, I'm a part of society. I'm cool with that. Why is yeah. life contributing member? But do I need to listen to that in my headphones all the time? Fuck no. Why? I already got to deal with it anyway. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to win a Grammy. I just want to win a Grammy. <laughs> Fuck me. I, I, I have fun with it all, though. I mean, sometimes for me, it's like, you know, it's so, uh, yeah, it's like watching, it's like watching professional wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Watching these dudes beef and stuff like that. You know, this, I mean, it, it, you know, I think it's interesting, you know, Instagram goes through these changes, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't long ago that all I ever saw on Instagram was Blueface and 6ix9ine. It was something about Blueface or 6ix9ine. Yeah. Or something like that. And then, you know, now neither one of them are anywhere to be found. I should, well, 6ix9ine's in jail. He's in prison for Racco. Rico. And Blueface didn't uh, acknowledge Nipsey. Blueface is at... Okay. Where, where did you hear that at? Is I that mean, true? Yeah, I mean, Blue he just, it, I mean, he, he may have eventually. You know, there's, but you know what I think that was, though? There's just, different just, factors of Crips. There's like the 20s and the rolling 60s, and there's like different factors of that oh, gang yeah. that fight amongst each other. Oh, absolutely. That's not uh, related to other gangs, even of different colors. OSC, CYC, Crips. Yeah, there's like all that weird shit, right? Yeah. So, Blueface, so far, he's had one really huge hit. And he's a young kid. He's like, what, 21, maybe? Maybe, maybe. But here's the deal. He's at Rolling Loud. I saw him at Rolling Loud with a mop. Sea walking with a mop. 
performing it, rolling loud. So he's doing fine. <laughs> How much better can you do as a 20-year-old kid? With a mop. Just with a mop. Them, just mopping them up. Just like people throwing just drinks and shit, and this dude just sea-walking with a mop, bro, down the aisle. Just sea-walking. Yeah, I do like that he brought the sea-walking back. That's he some, did bring his back. That is that West. And you know, honestly, I, I will say... You know, that, like, the Tatiana, whatever. I was like, oh, come on, dude. Oh, now it's all commercialized. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, no idea that song was ever going to go anywhere, bro. I mean, come on. When you're all of a sudden in the studio with the game, you're pretty, yeah. you're pretty excited to yeah. do whatever. It you're right. You had I mean, no idea that shit was going to blow up that hard, bro. Dude, no way. Dude, when I heard that, you know, rolled up on your block, then I bleed it. You know, that that track, dude, honestly, I was like, oh, man, there you go. That's uh, some West Coast. Shit right he wants there. to be known as a lyricist. I see it on the internet all the time. Blueface wants to be known as as a lyrical power, and I would say the only crip West Coast rapper that really lyrically fucked my brain up real Kendrick. hard. No, he's not affiliated with any sort of gang. Would be corrupt. Damn. You know, corrupt. And he was, he's a very good lyricist. You know, he's still around. You know what I mean? I wasn't but, really thinking that Kendrick was affiliated with gang. I was no, just no, no. thinking. I, you, just, is, you said lyrical, and, and I just thought no, you were going to go lyrical crip. Lyrical crip that really lyrically gotcha. just, like, got my brain in chess mode. Like, wow. Specifically, Damn. yeah. Specifically. Damn. LBC crip, you know? Damn. I don't know where Blueface is from, but I know there's. I know that like the '60s and the '20s live across the street or something down there know. in California. I don't know. All we know it's is that not he's the, Hey, hold on. Crow Razor on this. Listen to this shit. This beat. Look at that. Oh fuck. So good, bro. They only get better. Every, you know what I'm saying? That's a boom bap '90s fucking premiere. DJ Premier time. I mean, fuck, dude. He only gets better. I hate my beats when I listen to his shit, bro. It's too good. Fretless bass. Yeah. Too good. But yeah, I was just talking specifically, but... Well, all we know about Blueface is that he's a famous crip and that he sags until the music. I only knew one thing about about uh, Nipsey. And when I, I bounced for years in downtown Portland, Crystal Ballroom, Hawthorne Theater, rap shows, hip-hop shows, reggae shows, you fucking name it, dude. Fuck I met man. the last living, touring member of the Whalers and got a free t-shirt from the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I met a lot of these people and Twista, you fucking name it. And I'll tell you all the stories, too. Trust me. Plenty of stories to come out, but uh, I when I arrived there, the, the staff at the Hawthorne Theater at the time, not currently, but at the time, were like, Nipsey Hustle was the gangster show to come through, and it was a nightmare to work. It was awful because everybody's a cousin, and it's a mad gang uh, affiliation. And I worked some gang shows, you know what I'm saying, where where they're like keep an eye on these guys, you know Smokey, what I'm saying, what the hell and don't fuck with them back? too much because they're gang affiliated. Doing, just so you know who they are for yourself, type of thing. You know what I mean? You got that boy. Gang, believe it or not, gang high-ranking gang members still go to concerts. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, they're still, you might still run into them at a show, type of thing, and and not not just uh, you know Bloods and Crips and shit, but you know fucking biker gangs and you know, Nazi gangs and all the you know any type of gang. Well, we got it all, you know. The West yeah, Coast, man. there's we got all, all here, kinds you know? of biker gangs. We got Mongols and shit and oh, just yeah. fucking crazy shit out here. Around you know? here we go. Around here we got the free souls. Especially if you're out late at night. And you're floating around late at night past that Smoke, 12 o'clock witching hour. You, you know what I mean? You're running into some peculiar uh, people you anywhere got, you go around you here. You got your North Daniels you got that and your Sudanios. And oh, yeah. All that. Oh, yeah. The old, the old I-5 corridor, man. The I-5 corridor. And it's not a bad thing. Don't get it wrong, dude. I'm not... I don't no. care. Anybody, the way you choose it's to live a, your life is underworld. completely up to you. Yeah, it's, it's an underworld. It's an that's underworld. What I was saying it's before. a syndicate. No, that's what I was it's saying a before syndicate. about Vancouver. It's just like, it's, it's, it's a pretty... It exists. It's a pretty town, but, I mean, there's, there's stuff going on. Believe it. You know, you go to the you go to the right club on the right night. Go to 153rd and Powell at 2 o'clock in the morning. Just go there. Yeah. And stand there and look around. And tell me what you see. <laughs> Report back to me. And I guarantee you, you want to see the streets? Go to 153rd and Powell and stand there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Just look around at the bus stops and the bicycles going by and the, the shit that you're going to see. But you know what? I'm immune to it, bro. I'm akin to it. 
I'm akin to the the struggle of the street life, bro. I feel I feel empathy for people when I see them driving down the street, bro. I do. That's because you love Gresham. That's because I love yeah, I love Gresham. I love Vancouver. I love Portland. I love my city. I don't want to see anybody hurt in my city. I want everybody to do okay. I want everybody to do well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want anybody to struggle. And I love my hometown. I moved back here, man. I lived in Chicago, Jacksonville, Mississippi, Alabama, Mobile, Alabama. You know what I mean? Outside of New Orleans, you know, ran the whole southern freaking chain gang all the way down there. Damn. Yeah, my my son used to live in Baton Rouge. Yeah, Damn. Baton Rouge. I mean, his mom. I've been down in the south. I've been in the Midwest. Damn. I haven't been in the Northeast though. Boston. I went there for a couple nights. No, the closest to the East Coast I've ever gotten was Orlando. And, uh, yeah, Orlando. I've been there. That place is dope, though. I love Orlando. It's tight. It was a fun time. It's cool. Geckos everywhere. It's it's not a bad place to be. There's worse places. Especially Baton Rouge <laughs> is way worse than Orlando. Don't get me started on Louisiana. Hey, but New Orleans is tight. If, if you like music, and you like fucking music, and you like history of music, and well, you man, like... Was, like, you know, Yellow Wolf is out of Bama, man. Uh, yeah, down by there. Trying music. I, I was gonna say, man. Yeah. Yellow. I was gonna mention him earlier when I was talking yeah, yeah. about who is the most entertaining to me these days, and he ties into that with MGK and everything too. But seriously, man. Uh, and, uh, white rappers. Uh, Yellow, Yellow Wolf. He's <laughs> he is probably the first artist that I'm actually gonna reach for in terms of just wanting to vibe out to Damn. dope music. Damn. I'm gonna turn him on. Do that. Daylight. You know, I love that. I love the mix, you know, uh, the biker slash, you know, hillbilly slash creel slash hip hop. It's just, man, dude, he he's underrated as far as I'm concerned. Completely underrated. Shout out Yellow Wolf. The other thing that got him underrated was the whole Confederate. It was the the Confederate flag thing. That's what really got him. Oh, give me a break. Most people don't even understand what the Confederate flag is. And two, you know, that's the first thing that the the, the people on one side of the aisle want to say. The people on the other side, oh, take off that, you know, white hood. Oh, get, yeah. take down that. Where's your Confederate flag? Like, you know, I like what Tom McDonald had to say about that. What do you say? In that song, uh, I think it's called White Boy. Oh. Um, and uh, you know, he addresses that. You know, he's like, I am not. You know, just because I'm white, you know, a white rapper, I affiliate with, you know, Caucasian uh, biker gangsters, you know, doesn't mean that we're racist, you know, just because we're wearing leather jackets and uh, cowboy hats or whatever it is, you know, that doesn't (laughs) make it. Just because we identify with hillbillies doesn't mean that we, you know, appreciate, you know, racism. You know, or that we engage in that. Well, the whole thing I remember is that he posted a picture of Andre 3K, right? Okay. And, uh, and Andre 3K is from Georgia, uh, Decatur, right? Damn. And this picture, Andre's shirtless with a bandana on, and he's rocking a Confederate flag belt, right? And this is, I don't know, in 2004, whatever. But you know, Andre 3K is about fashion. He don't give a shit. He's, it's fashion. Damn. He's making a statement yeah, through his fashion. Say, he's like Jimmy Hendrix, bro. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just whatever it is. I mean, it's like, you know, don't so get all from Alabama, it. here's. Uh, and you know, here, it could be, here's, it could be here's, more people over there understand what that actually is. It's different is, down and, there. And, and it's, it's like, di- you yeah, know, it's different. It's just different down there. Bro. I, I used to live down there back? And I'd drive by And there'd be black churches And white churches That's just how it was yeah. And Waffle Houses Everybody got along And shit well, and like like fighting, you, but, like, but it was very segregated To the point where Like it was a very Obvious thing Like it where, is, where so. it was And you couldn't avoid Like I would go to White uh, frat boy bars when I was in my early 20s, right? That were like serving Jaeger bombs and fucking Long Island iced teas. And outside, they would say, and this is in the 2000s when white tees and fitted hats were very popular. I used to wear a fitted hat, but I'm out of fashion because I'm in my 30s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But here's the deal like, at the time, it was in fashion, but it was in fashion with the TV synonymous with black people, right? So yeah. it was segregated, even at the fucking frat boy bar level of Mississippi 
in Mississippi a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It still is like that. Yeah. Down, down there. It ain't like that in the Northwest. It's different. Odds are you run into a guy, doesn't matter what color they are, that might be a lawyer or a yeah. doctor or yeah. something. You don't know. Like, yeah. you don't know what anybody's doing out here because they could be a billionaire and dress like they have a heroin addiction. Right. <laughs> in well, Portland. Like you, see people, you know, you, you don't see, know. What the see, fuck? You see people around here, you know, wearing socks or a t shirt that have uh, Bigfoot all over it, right. you know, and it's like that's a thing out here, and it's like right. you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's some kind of wacko that believes in conspiracy theories or Bigfoot or whatever. It's just they just know, do it just to do it. It's just fun, you know. Right? It's yeah, cool. for it's, fun. It's, that's it's a, that's exactly you know. That's exactly the take on take on. And there are people out here who take that shit serious. There and are. They believe that there's Bigfoot and they're looking for them. And but, they you know, get but, beat up by the police. <laughs> Downtown when I'm not downtown, bro. Hey, we've been downtown. You know when we go downtown and nobody's downtown. And you know what we do? We go to that. Remember we went to that fucking what's that bar called with the bikes? Uh, Kelly's Olympian. Kelly's Olympian. I love it. Second, right? Second Street. Yeah. We, dude, me and Daniel, we meet up there, dude. DC, bam. Yeah. Shots. We wasted before you left the bar, bro. Uh, down downtown. You know what I mean? Like wasted before bar one. I love that place for that. Yeah, and I'm not allowed to go there anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, hey, we're in our thirties now, bro. It's over. <laughs> that shit's over. We can't be I can't do that shit no more. My body can't handle it no more, dude. Yeah. Honestly, I can't I can't. The wildin'. I'm like a I'm like a OG hip hop just back aching can't hang. I I Damn. don't even want to. I've been to a few of these shows, bro. I went to Playboy Cardi Damn. with these young folks. And I was on the balcony. I was tired on the balcony. I wasn't even down there with them. I spilled gin all over them, bro. Just spilling off the top of the balcony. And they was drinking it, too. Damn. Security was getting mad at one guy. He was pouring his cup straight Damn. into some kid's mouth off the balcony at this Playboy show. We're talking a lot of energy. That is definitely a lot of energy. Yeah, I actually had to cut back on the sauce a little bit there. You know? It's never bad to cut back on things. Cut back on the sauce. But you know what? It's all good because I'm getting healthy with some of this kombucha. Yeah. Trilogy. You got two bottles. Synergy. GTS. You got to at least drink in style. If you're going to drink something else, you got to drink something that's uh, oh, yeah, at least like some kind of like comparable you know, style you, of. You definitely turned me on to this. I'm like, uh, I've, never good, had, I've never had kombucha. I keep wanting to call it. Oh, kombucha. 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 Yeah. I'm having a hard time reading this, it's good, dude. in this ambiance. You know what I mean? Kombucha. Yeah. Now I'm about to crack another one. Yeah. Pop it. I'll crack a cracker like a cracker bag of cracker jacks. <laughs> Catfish, Billy. That's what Yellow Wolf said. You heard him. He's not racist. He said he'd crack a cracker too. He crack a lot. I, I like Yellow Wolf, dude. I, like I said, I was he's, he's I listen to Trump soul. music. He's I listen incredible. to Trump music. I thought he was great. Yeah, Catfish, Billy. You would never see another from from the south. Yeah. I didn't do it as good as Yellow Wolf. That's all right. We can't all be Yellow Wolf. You know what I'm saying? But we on these mice anyway. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like uh, it's like Snoop said. Once you figure out who you are, nobody else can be you. Damn. Yeah. That's true. Damn. But that's the truth, yeah. right? Yeah. Peeling back yeah. the layers, peeling back the scales, and figuring out uh. who you are. Uh. I've been trying to do that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to do that. DMX. Shout out to the X. I had to do it. Uh, you remember that Whoa. shit? Oh, oh, are you man. kidding me? Of course. Anthem. Dude, I still like to play this every once in a while. This gets me. He pumped. just came through town. Recently, bro, got out of prison, came through town. Dude. He's not a he's not a industry rapper, bro. He's not he's an a industry rapper. rapper. Industry. He is a rapper in the industry. He, he is an industry. Dude, he pushes back, man. That guy. He's a, that he's, guy pays his own way. Man, he, says, he was at Coachella this year, dude. He was at Coachella this year doing a prayer ceremony on a Sunday with Kanye on opening the day, right, of, of Kanye's Sunday service, which him, was also 
a big, uh, you know, uh, basically Kanye dropped all of his shit, his new clothes, all of his shit at the same time mm-hmm. on the Sunday service that DMX and Kid Cudi uh, attended at Coachella. Out of nowhere, no unannounced, nobody knew about it. This is a couple weeks ago. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, very crazy. Little Nas X, you know, uh, you know, Old Town Road, fucking, uh, you know, have you heard that song? You've heard it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DMX is iconic, like... You know, and it's like, don't get mad at me for comparing. You know, I'll do what I want. I'll I'll see things how I want to see them. DMX is going to be one of the greats, like LL Cool J. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll he'll be old, and people will still recognize him. Like Melly Mel or like a KRS One or like a Tupac or like Dre. They're they're just, you're either a great or you're not. You get to a certain point, um, it doesn't really matter. Like, uh, all the little details you get to a certain uh, level of influence and you kind of just doesn't matter if you die you just never disappear fully. they can't get rid of you DMX is definitely on that level for sure I mean hands down everybody knows who DMX is people old uh, white you know churchy like oh you want some of this cornbread like they know who DMX is oh yeah absolutely would you like some more baked beans? I'm gonna go put a new record on. It's DMX. We're gonna listen to who we be. I love DMX. Yeah, DMX. Rough one riders. of the legends. One of the troops. You know what I mean? Rough Rider. So we got we got your song coming up, song that you produced with uh, Altimos. A-L-T-E-M-O-S-E Shout out Aaron Altimos Very good uh, song Very good production Man I, I was really proud When I heard the song I was like Wow dude You really did a really good job I, I don't hear a lot of stuff That I'm like Damn that was a really good job You know what I mean Aaron is brilliant The guy is The whiz kid And He's a He's a brain He's a He's a genius yeah. When it comes to All things Engineering Graphic design Projection mapping uh, that guy, you know, photography, videography. If he's interested in it, he's gonna figure it out. Yeah, he's gonna get good at it. He just he understands what's happening. Well, lead us into this song. You wrote this song, so yeah, yeah. So I wrote the lyrics and laid down the vocal tracks. Aaron came to me and said, "I want you to work really hard on some new lyrics." And yeah, I just spilled my guts, and you know, he 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 did all the uh, the engineering behind it. And Takes a lot of work, man. Yeah, this was one I was definitely proud of. It was fun. This game that we play, damn it feels like I got nothing to say. I try to put the pencil to the page in practice, patience, try to face it, but I'm faced with frustration, pacing in my basement, mom racing, my foundation's been shaking, angry, I'm raging, it's like I can't find a way, so it take you late, it's been taken away, and locked in the safe, like I've been locked in the coffin, lying awake in restraints, with no ventilation, somebody please come and take me away, this illustration is a revelation of the way, damn my justification, simply masturbation, at the end of the day, I only end up in abomination to myself and I'm played by myself and by myself. I'm enticing, led astray. But I bless it again with another day. I got my knees to pray. Father, what should I say? I got a lot of my faith in a crisis of faith. I feel like I've become an abomination to you. Tell me truly, do you really accept me this way? I'm pressing forward in this pressure. Who could take it as a lesson? I suppose it's just another confession. And now, once again, you're impressing upon me your character correction. He is the father, the author, the potter, and I am the clay. I am the clay. Trying to weather the storm, but I'm rolling with broken oars, and I'm being blown by the wind and tossed by the waves. This is the end of the 
generation of a man who's completely unstable than all of his ways. I reckon it's cocaine. Mary Jane, game is running through my veins. Like no game to the swords of the pain. Let's pop for the course, but I'm going insane from his head chains. The left lane, swerving with blurry vision, burning bridges. For pain in the name of the lamb that was slain and was risen again on the third day. For my name's sake, got a name change. Better play it safe, give him my praise. Cause if the Lord give it, then certainly I'll only take taking the way. No more circumvention, this is circumcision of my heart In response to the price that he paid on a mission To justify me and to sanctify me Even though I continue to crucify you With the spirit inside me I'm reconciling my galagas to the trap inside of my rivalries History bygones and bygones My spirit's awake, the foundation's been laid Because he is the father, the author, the potter And I am the clay I am the clay Shout out you, man. Great song, oh, dude. Thank great you, man. production. I appreciate it. Great, uh. Yeah, it's funny, actually. Great delivery. It's funny that the, the hook, the two, the girls singing, actually sounds like a couple girls that Aaron's affiliated with, Jenny yeah. and Amanda Price. Yeah. Shout out Jenny and Amanda Price and Acoustic Minds. Yeah. That's actually not them. We kind of fabricated that, but it could have been. Because it sounds shout like out, them. Shout out Altimo. Shout out Crow Razor on the beat for producing every single beat that you heard on this show. He made them all. Incredible. <laughs> Classy. He made them all. Relaxing. Tranquil. Ambient. Yeah. Soulful. Dignified. Dignified. Yeah, exactly. Distinguished. This is a national event taking place, dude. All culturated from the Northwest in general. As we salute all of you who made it this far on the podcast and said, hung out with us till the end. We're going to uh, give you more content. You know, it's going to be on the YouTube channel and shit like that. Whatever. You don't got to hang out forever. But man, if you're, uh, you know, driving in your car and shit, hit us up. You know what I mean? Hit us up. Shout out Vancouver, Washington. Shout out Gresham, Oregon. Shout out Portland. Shout out Northwest culture and influence. We out. Damn!